This is MockCast, the best place to catch up on what's going on with Mock Convention 2020. Because the world is waiting for your generation to lead. We all have a role to play in sustaining the greatness of America. Hello and welcome to our ninth episode of MockCast and the very first of Convention Year 2020. As always, MockCast is your one-stop shop for everything you've ever wanted to know about MockCon 2020. Today we have with us the woman who has her pulse on the Democratic Party, as well as a spirited member of the political team, platform chair Anna Renau. Hi, Lane. It's so good to be here today. I'm so excited to be on the show. Um, yeah, I'm the political platform chair, and I am part of political steering, and again, I'm just so happy to be here. Also with us today is a fan favorite, political chair John Harashinsky. How you doing? Thank you for having me on. Uh, happy to be back in the MockCast studio once again. Uh, this time to talk about the platform and of all of its wonders and how it's going to be a, such a large part of uh, Convention 2020. It's good to have you back, John. Um, so, apropos of the platform, I've had the honor of being on the second round review committee, or what they call Red Team 2 for the platform. And I have to say, it really is spectacular. 40 pages, but spectacular. Um, it is incredibly, incredibly in-depth. So, Anna, can you describe the purpose of the platform, both in the DNC and for MockCon, for listeners who might not be familiar? At its core, MockCon is trying to replicate a national political nominating convention, um, and our goal is to create an event that's as similar to Milwaukee and the actual DNC as it can possibly be. So, part of this is researching and writing a political platform which will be as similar to the one they put out in June as possible. A platform is policy, but it's also communicating a desirable vision for the future. It's a vision of an America that people want to have. Policy affects every facet of American society. So from healthcare to taxes, like the wealth tax, or even, you know, what kind of school lunches are served on Tuesdays. And so we kind of broke it down. We looked at the Democratic platforms from 2008, 2012, and 2016. After 2008, I think, is when the Democratic Party really started becoming what it is today. And so I really felt like those were the years to really focus on what they were saying, how it was evolving, um, to understand where it was going to be in 2020. So I separated things into different areas of policy. So whether that be economic or education, healthcare, social issues. Um, and within that, we had separate planks. For us amateurs out there, what is a plank? So we have a preamble for the economic section. And then within it, we have different topics. That is essentially what a plank is. It's a topic within a larger policy area. So for example, one of our topics in um, the economic section is economic inequality. This is the Democrats' means of actualizing the dream of having a more equitable society. And I think that that is something that's really powerful, and that's why we wanted to talk about it. So I think in reflecting on kind of everything going on in modern American politics, and especially within the Democratic Party, you look at the complete spectrum and just the absolute haywireness that some individuals or some sects of the party are taking on certain issues. And also, as we have this ever-evolving world, the multitudinous list of issues that seems to continue to grow day by day. How do you use your own skills, but also kind of your approach to this platform specifically to make it into something that people want and should want to read. Understanding that essentially what the platform is, is words on paper that is 
that represents all these hopes that all these different members of the Democratic Party have put in and are putting towards 2020 has been key to me understanding how I can best replicate their, their vision and their goals. It's what brings it to life for me because it's not just, it's not just words on paper. It's really a dream. They are all these visionaries. And I think that gets lost in the muddle of the arguments and the partisanship that, that we're all fighting for something that maybe we can't always explain, but it's this sense, it's this greater sense of, of goodness. Also in the studio today, we have fearless leader John Harashinsky of the political department. John, can you talk about how the platform integrates with the larger predictive mission of the political team as you see it right now? Sure thing. And I think the big thing with the platform is it speaks that Mont Convention does not seek to just get it right, but also to do the convention right. Um, even down to the roll call votes itself, we want to emulate what an actual Democratic National Convention uh, would be. And the platform allows us to do that in multiple ways by giving both legitimacy to our own convention and also show off the incredible work that our uh, student researchers have done over the past three years. The platform also seeks out to educate uh, the student body community at large about, well, what is a platform? What is a plank? Um, what are some of the big policies that Democrats are looking to uh, integrate in 2020? And so for that, we see a great opportunity where we could take the platform and really put it on this pedestal to be this uh, beacon of education that we can give both the community at large and the students who will be at the convention. So I am very excited to have this platform uh, be available for all to look at. It is a phenomenal document that really uh, reflects years of hard work that has gone into it. Um, and it's things like that which makes me so proud to be part of such an awesome organization as a whole. I mean, it really is an insane feat, this platform. Um, and as I said, we know that MaCon is a lot of kind of building from scratch at the start of every cycle. We want to do it our way and we want to do it right. So Anna, can you tell us how your 2020 platform distinguishes itself from previous ones? And what can we expect when we dive into it when it becomes public in early February? I've gotten the opportunity to read a lot of different platforms. One of my inspirations actually was uh, the 2000 platform. I found it in the uh, MaCon office. I've had it on my desk from the time I found it my uh, sophomore year. And what I think makes 2020 so special is its length. It's long, but it's not just long for the sake of being long. There is truly so much information. It is, you know, when we were explaining to the editing teams, to really take their time, it is because I feel that every single sentence that is in there is jam-packed full of important information that we could not do without. It was such a fun thing to read. I think it was really great to see what your teams were working on. Um, and for all of our listeners out there who want to read with our incredible platform committee, has spent years researching, sourcing, and compiling, please sign up for the Mock Convention newsletter and subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, in the meantime... We will see you back here next week for the next episode of MockCast and for the countdown to convention weekend. Thanks so much, guys.